Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the CFS Health Podcast. Really, really stoked to have our CFS Health General Operations Manager and Client Success in Ash Ward. Hey, Ash. Hi. Hey. We were just talking off air about information overload when it comes to recovery and just feeling so consumed and overwhelmed in recovery because of all this information what to do with it why isn't it working it needs to happen faster am i doing it right all this kind of stuff so we want to talk about that today how to deal with overwhelm and overload information when it comes to recovery before i do that i want to share win of the week this week i want to share a massive shout out to charlie benyon and this is a lady who is a past member and i'm giving her a shout out because recently one of our current members said she watched the success interview of charlie and she said oh my god i literally related to every single word she said and i feel so understood and so I want to give a shout out to Charlie because one, thank you, Charlie, for doing that interview. It was powerful. I loved it. It was a fun one. She had to do it in her car because it was so cold in her house. She was getting her house fixed up. And so she was in the car with the heater on in the cold UK weather. And if you haven't watched the interview, go watch it now. It's called Mum of Two Recovery. But if you just search for recovery stories on YouTube, for our mentorship members, it's inside your app uh, in the success stories part. So let's get into today's conversation around information overload. Ash, you're head of client success. And so you deal with all our members and you see kind of what's going on, especially with people who are reaching out to us who are wanting help. What do you see on a day-to-day -day basis when it comes to this kind of conversation around, you know, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. <laughs> totally. Well, first of all, we have such an understanding of, how much people have perhaps been seeking and looking for answers prior to finding us. So that can oh, be 10 years, years, 10 years, 20 exactly. years, decades of researching and searching and seeking and looking and trying to figure it out. Trying and failing. That's one of the yeah. biggest things that uh, you're so spot on. See, this is why you're head of success because <laughs> No, because it's so true. There is so much backlog of failing that people are so scared to fail when they do something new or try something new, especially when it comes to our program. And our program's so different because the program doesn't fix you, you fix yourself. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say you need fixing, you just help yourself get better and we help you do that. But there comes this really heavy weight of like, shit, what if it doesn't work for me? Or what if I fail? And with that comes this information overload of trying too hard right and also the speed that the nervous system and the mind has been working to try and search people find our program and they feel absolutely massive senses of relief mm. and like they've found something that they align with mm. But it doesn't necessarily mean it switches off all the, okay, I can like let go of all my need of seeking and searching and wanting to research. That doesn't necessarily drop away when someone comes straight into the program. So what I see is the overwhelm can still be there 
and the searching and the need and the desperation and the trying to cling to like, okay, I've joined this program. I have all of this amazing information. I have access to all of these incredible coaches, integrative medical professionals. So give it all to me now. And of course the body and the nervous system and the mind can still be like, I'm still so overwhelmed. Yeah. Because they are. Of course. And that's why they shouldn't consume everything all at once. And, you know, that's why we have the highest priority things in our program that then filter into the other wings or departments of recovery, you could say, mm -hmm. that need to be done at the right time in the right way over the right amount of time. But yeah, I definitely feel that with people, not always with everybody, but definitely a bunch of people. And I think this happens in life with everything, really, if you think about it, where, yeah, you overcompensate, <laughs> really, if you think about it, you're overcompensating from a held belief that it's been so long and I need to catch up on my life and I'm missing out on so much. I'm missing the, out. The fear of missing out. But the missing out thing and this catching up and overcompensating thing is the thing that needs to be fixed. Because no pill, no potion, no program is going to fix that problem. And until you address that and actually come from a place of love, not fear, you're just going to hit a brick wall every freaking day. And so if that's you listening right now and you're going, oh my God, I'm literally hitting my head against the brick wall. It's like bang, bang, bang every freaking day. Well, maybe it's time for a new approach. Maybe it's time to stop trying to catch the old and then now build the new. One of the things we speak about all the time in the program isn't trying to get back the old life. It's about building your new life starting now. And what do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? Because it certainly isn't, <laughs> I want more overwhelm. I want more information overload. You know, it's not that, but it's still coming from that place. And so we really do need to have a bit of a reset and really look at the bigger picture, you know, where, like, what do we want? It's so interesting you say that, Toby, because we had a call last night with some new members and one of these people said, I'm here and I'm excited for the new life that I'm going to create straight away. Wow. Amazing. This was completely off her own bat. There was no prompt in that. And there is a very different energy and a very different journey ahead when you're coming from a place of like okay this is where I'm at whatever has happened has happened but this is where I'm at and I'm excited to create a new life mm. versus this is where I'm at and I'm trying to get back my old life yeah it doesn't feel good it's harder to get something back is so much harder than to move towards something that you want yeah yeah. So there's a thing in our program called the values aligned program and a part of motivation, it's a two sided coin. So we can have away from motivation or we can have towards motivation. And so what Ash just shared about that, you know, we can move towards what we want or we can try and fight and get back to what we were. So towards is a quite a nice feeling and it's very rare these days and there's no wrong or right. In fact, a lot of the most successful people in the world, let's say in martial arts or weight loss or whatever, a lot of their motivation actually comes from away from motivation. 
right? So like, for example, a fighter, like a UFC fighter, let's say they were bullied as a kid and they were always called weak. So that person then went and set on a journey, which was like, I never want to be weak again, or I never want to be called weak again. And so I'm going to be the strongest person in the world and I'm going to win because I'm not going to be weak. And so it's an away from motivation. It's so strong and so powerful that it motivates that person to become strong, but it's still in a way that they're trying to get away from the weakness. Whereas a towards one would be, I want to feel strong and be able to defend myself if I need to. And therefore I will feel confident and comfortable in any situation that comes my way. When I said that, do you feel a difference compared to the first one? Does it feel more relaxed around the gut kind of thing? So when we talk to our members about this, so let's say, let's bring it back down to chronic illness. So like, I want to get better because I'm sick of being sick. <laughs> it's just such an away from motivation because it's just like, it doesn't feel that good, right? But what if you said something like, I want to get healthy and start living again, because I would love to enjoy my time with my kids. I'd love to go to the playground and play with them. I want to have a career in so-and-so, so I can make an impact on so-and-so, you know, how would that feel? And it is so powerful. And all our clients go through this journey in lifestyle integration in our second level program, where we talk about towards and away from motivation, then we tie in to their values and then their goals for the long term. But even just acknowledging that, where is my motivation coming from? Is it coming from a place of fear and overcompensation? Like, oh my God, I've missed out on so much, so I need to make up for it. The seeking it's... of what was rather than the creation of something new. Yeah. Can we talk about like getting in the pit of overwhelm? Because it's lovely. The fact that that lady last night was like, she's ready. And I just want to say a big shout out to everybody right now. If you're not ready... And if you're still in the away from motivation or if you're still overwhelmed, it's okay. Like it's actually part of the process, I believe. You know, you kind of need to be there to get to the other side. So it's totally fine. You're not wrong. It's not bad. It's just is what it is. And it's just awareness. But, you know, I think this episode could change your life. But with overwhelm, one of the things that I think that is the case is because you actually don't know your vision for the future. And I'm not talking for the next six months. I'm talking like 10 years down the track. One of our members this morning is having a bit of a struggle with a current problem. And I said, well, what would your life be like in 10 years time if you kept doing this current problem? And I want you to paint that picture. And then I want you to ask the question once you've done that, what would your life be like in 10 years if you stopped doing that thing and how would it look then? And all of a sudden you can see two different contrasts. One's really, really good. And one's probably not so good. And that can just literally decrease the overwhelm in a moment because you're pulling it so far ahead that it's not in your current problem reality. And I think mm. vision is something that is often overlooked. I mean, it's not spoken about I think we're probably the only chronic fatigue syndrome recovery program that talks about vision because it's a vital piece. Absolutely. I think that's so true. And then I think there's another piece to it that is the overwhelm can also be the feeling that you want to rush to get there. 
So one piece is like, yes, okay, great. Now I've got my vision. I know what that looks like. Can I get there now? (laughs) Where's the forward fast play button? And so the overwhelm can be like, okay, great. Now I have this program. I've got all this information. I have my vision and I want to get there now. But the beautiful thing that I see, especially obviously with the members that come into our program is like we said, we're very understanding of the history of trying to find all of the information and what's led to finding us, but also there's like this sweet spot of time that happens like a few weeks into the program for most people, a couple of weeks, a few weeks, a month in where people go, oh, okay, it's starting to land. Yeah. Things are starting to make sense. I'm starting to have like this different level of awareness about myself. I'm starting to navigate all of the information I'm starting to let go it's not there yet of course but this like exhale happens and I can see it in all of the members at different stages it happens it's like this holding on yes and for some people it's nine months ten months absolutely it's this holding on and this stress and this seeking and this like, I want the result now. I know the vision for my life. Can I just have it now, please? And then there's this like exhale that's (sighs) okay. What have I got to do today? Not tomorrow or next week. Like what have I got to do today? You know, next level of acceptance. Yeah. You know, what frustrated me for so many years, obviously I've done this for so long that on our social media accounts, I'd be talking about all this stuff and I would always get comments of like, oh yeah, like I already know this. I already know all this. And, you know, I used to just think to myself, knowing is not doing. We all know and know it all. There's always someone who knows everything, but are they actually living it? Are they doing it? And one of my mentors, Craig Harper, massive shout out to Craig Harper. He's got one of the most popular podcasts in the world called The You Project. And he used to just say, the difference between knowing it and doing it, one's going to get you results. So I think the implementation of the program is what's so vital. And that's why we have such a huge emphasis on accountability. That's why every single Friday, it's a mandatory thing inside our program that our members have to share a win or a learning from the past week. You've got to dig for it sometimes. And I remember one of our past clients, David from Austria, he was a rock climber. And when he finished the program and he was starting to live life again and feeling great, I said to him, what was the most important thing about the program for you? And he said, well, obviously the calls were great and the recordings are awesome and and the training and da, da, da. He said, to be honest, it was the Friday wins. He said that to me just gave me so much confidence that every week I had to check in with you guys. I had to share my win or a learning. But the other cool thing is I got to see hundreds of other people sharing theirs too. And in my mind, it helped paint a picture of what's possible for me. He was someone who just implemented every day, never tried to know it all. He was just like, all right, what's next? What's next? You know, we love that because that again, breeds change and change breeds different results. So, you know, I think if you're listening at home and you're going, but this is all just so simple. My question back to you is, is it simple or it just makes sense? 
because we know that just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy yeah like i think that's the misconception that we all have in life is that it's simple we should it should just be easy it's like no it's simple and it can be hard it's hard to show up every day it's hard to stick to your baseline it's hard to do the fundamentals when you don't feel like it it's hard to post a win on a friday when you don't feel like it but if we waited and waited and waited until we felt better to do all this well we're never going to get better and so one of my favorite sayings is you can't wait to get better in order to get better you have to start now to get better later and this is just a common misconception that I see is like, I'm just going to wait until I feel good to like do the stuff. <laughs> that is the opposite of what's going to actually get you well. You have to start now in the mud, in the shit. You have to start implementing and over time it will get better. As you get healthier, your symptoms will decrease. And we see this every single week, don't you? I mean, Ash, you, you're the one that's in charge of plant says You see the emails come in all the time. Like I'm feeling so much better in myself and... I'm good. And I think that's also where the overwhelm for some can come from as well, because doing the simple things consistently can sometimes feel like, no, this isn't going to get me anywhere. I need like some big giant milestone to move through. Give me the huge drop of aha moment that's going to make me go like, oh, yes, I get it. And now I have moved through the doors and (laughs) that's not how it goes. And so it is usually the very simple, small day-to-day steps that seem so controversial in terms of that's not going to make that much of a difference. Give me the big stuff. And the people coming to us, they're go-getters. They're not lazy people, you know. They're people that are like, okay, give me the big thing. I'm dedicated. I'm here. I'm going to do it all. I'm committed. It can be very hard to be like, we take the small, simple steps every single day. It can be like, isn't there something bigger that I need to be doing? You got to hit singles Mm. every day, not home runs. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings is like hit singles daily. Forget about the home run. The home run will come. We all want the breakthrough. You know, we want that like, oh, wow. Of course, of course. The overnight quick fix, right? But the sooner you stop searching for that, the sooner you'll get better. And before we wrap up, I just want to talk to one thing. I want to talk about time. Time and measuring time is going to keep you stuck for longer. I see people all the time, not in our program, some, sometimes in our program, but just people in general. It's been nine months and two weeks and one day and I'm still not better. Or, you know, I've been doing this for four weeks. Why aren't I getting better? Or I've been doing this for three months or I'm, a, I'm six months into the program and I'm not as far as I should be because they set this goal that in six months time, they'll be here. And I remember I had a client a while ago saying she was quite disappointed in the progress that she had made over the space of time that she was with us. And I said to her, well, you know what though, if we break it down, it was only around 10 months or 11 months. And I said, that's only 11 blocks of four weeks. There's 11 blocks of four weeks and you're upset that you're not living your life to the fullest and jumping out of airplanes with a parachute and having a great skydiving, you know, like that breakthrough kind of feeling that we think we're going to have. I said, to be honest, in 11 blocks of four weeks, I'm really happy with your progress. 
and all of a sudden it clicked. She was like, holy shit, yeah, that is really good. You know, that, that's, I've come a long way. And I just think you've got to stop measuring time. Progress is not just made physically. It's made spiritually. It's made emotionally. It's made cognitively. And it's made physically. There's four key areas of progress. And so you've got to stop measuring time against the one component of progress. And you've got to just start just looking for signs of progress, whether that's in your skin complexion, whether it's in your eyes, whether it's in your silliness with your friends, whether it's in your physical capacities growing and you can do more, you know, it's little by little becomes a lot. It really is. And like, you know, we've got clients who have gone from nothing to working full time. We've got clients who have gone from completely housebound to publishing a book about getting better. Shout out to Lauren G. Marco. But again, they weren't tracking time. None of them were. We can understand the reason behind wanting to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. The perfectionism kind of personality. And the wanting to hold on to like being able to figure out how to fix it and how to get out of it. So we get that. And exactly what Toby is saying is it's not an approach that's going to move you forward. We can understand how we can think that it is for sure. And everyone's probably done it at some stage. Probably everyone's done that. So we get it. We get it, but can also certainly see that it isn't yeah. a road to get you to your end point in the most efficient way. Yeah. And so my question to you is what would it be like if you stopped measuring time and just measured day-to-day -day doings, even if you don't feel like you're making progress, but just like, I'm doing the work, I'm showing up for myself. And looking back 10 months later or whatever it is and going, measure that, measure from where you were to where you are now versus I'm not there yet, yeah? Sometimes we need to connect the dots backwards to see how far we've come. Our brains aren't wired for success and positivity. Our brains are wired for protection and most of the time, you know, it's useful, but sometimes not really, really helpful. And so we need to make a conscious effort to connect those dots and go, wow, 10 months ago I was here. Or I've been suffering for 10 years or 20 years or whatever, how long it's been. And I'm actually making progress in the space of four months. Like it's not huge, but it's only four months. And I've been struggling for 10 years. Like that's a good ratio of improvement in such a short period of time. And so, yeah, I would just highly recommend to decrease that overwhelm by not putting pressure on yourself, not putting time pressure. How would it be if you didn't have time as a pressure anymore? How would that be for you? How would you wake up each day? And how could that feel? And how could that benefit your recovery? I'm going to leave you with that today. Card of the day. We have quote cards. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. Say no to the things that don't light you up. Okay, and I'm going to give you one more because this is my favorite one, consistency over intensity. And this comes back to decreasing the overwhelm by not trying to have these intense big changes because that's the biggest problem. You have too many ups and downs and you're just not getting anywhere versus if you just are consistent with what you do day to day, week to week, month to month, over time, that will add up. And honestly, that's where the biggest changes come. We see it all the time. I just pulled a card too. What's oh, your sorry. card? Yeah, I forget that you have a card. Relax. That's very fitting, isn't it? You need to have a relaxed approach, that's for sure. And I think really that's what it's coming down to. And there is such a thing as cognitive overload. 
And that's where you're using your brain too much to, to consume information. Whereas you actually don't need more information. You just need more implementation of the thing that you already know. Hope this was helpful. Have a great week wherever you are. And I'm sure we'll see some of you very, very soon. Au revoir. Thanks again, Ash. Always a good combo. It's always brilliant. Should we bring good her back? Let us know in the chat. Bring her back. <laughs> Thank you. Speak to you soon. I hope you found this episode of the podcast really, really helpful. Here are three ways we can help you whenever you are ready. So first of all, we have a free information group on Facebook. And so if you do have a Facebook account, make sure you go and join that group. There is strictly no negative venting. It's a very supportive, uplifting group. And there are some great trainings in there that can help you get started with your recovery. So it's called the CFS Health Recovery Information Group. There's a link here anyway, so click that link and join it. The second thing is we have a bunch of free trainings that will really help you understand where you're at, but also help you move forward. So we're gonna leave a bunch of free trainings for you. So click on that, we'll send it to your email and obviously you can watch them in your own time. And thirdly, we've just created a 15 minute chat link. So if you're someone who's like, man, this sounds really good, this is really helpful, I really want some personal help and you wanna have a step-by-step -step plan that will help you go from where you're at to where you want to be. We have opened up a few spots to have a 15 minute call, no strings attached. Basically this call is to see if or how we can help you. If we can, we'll be able to share with you some information on what that would look like. And if we can't, we'll send you some free resources that will help you if you would like to do that. So we're going to leave a link below. You can book in your 15 minute call. This is not a coaching call. So don't expect to get coaching in a 15 minute call. This call is really to have a conversation around you, what you need help with, and whether or not we can work together to help you get the results that you want. So if CFS Health, the mentorship program, sounds something you're interested in, but you're just not quite sure about it yet, this is a perfect opportunity to book in that call, have a chat, and then of course we can go deeper if this is something that you would like to do. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Please leave some love, especially on the YouTube channel. Go and comment on the videos that you found helpful and appreciate all your support. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. All the best for now. Speak to you soon. Bye.